Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This week's podcast is an article that was specially commissioned for our free weekly long read, Miscellanies. Sign up to receive the email at historytoday.com forward slash newsletter. The Rise of the Valkyries Life and death in a Viking battle depended not on military prowess, but on the favour of the Valkyries. Why were these mythical figures who decided a warrior's fate female? By Johanna Katrin Friedrichsdottir Read by Greg Johnson the Battle of Fitjar, fought in southern Norway in 961, was a struggle between King Haakon the Good, once the foster son of King Athelstan of England, and his nephews, the sons of Eric Bloodaxe. The Viking Age was a turbulent period, both within Scandinavia and in the extensive lands the Vikings travelled. According to a cycle of 13th century Norse sagas, the Heimskringa, the brothers had made regular, if unsuccessful, attempts at claiming the Norwegian throne for years. Although Haakon once again repelled their challenge, Fityar would be his last battle. He was to die soon after from his wounds. A poem called Hawker Namol, or Words About Haakon, composed in the dead king's memory by a poet in his retinue, attributes his fate to the will of two Valkyries, Gondal and Skogel. The poem tells us that, although the pair decided to give Hawkins' side victory, they claimed the leader himself for Odin, the Norse god of war. In other words, the outcome of the battle was not determined by military tactics or prowess. Rather, victory and personal survival depended on a higher power. The Vikings, popularly known as masculine fighting machines who knew no fear, perceived this power as female. Hawken, who had spent much of his youth at Athelstan's court in England, was an early adopter of Christianity in Norway. But Hawken Namol is steeped in the pagan beliefs to which most of his subjects still subscribed. In the Norse belief system, Valkyries were supernatural women who determined who lived and died on the battlefield. Subsequently, they would take a select group of the slain warriors on horseback to Odin's hall, Valhalla, where they would join the Einherjar, the exclusive retinue who fight for sport during the days and feast at night. It is easy to see the attractions of such an afterlife, in which a man never goes hungry and fighting is a form of entertainment with no consequences, at least for those who belonged to the warrior class. The Edda, a textbook about Norse mythology written in the 13th century by the Icelander Snorri Sturluson, claims that the Valkyries served drink to fallen warriors in Valhalla. 
But older sources, which are closer to what the Vikings thought and believed, usually emphasise the Valkyries' warlike aspects and their agency over life and death. Viking poets refer to them as sword girls, spear maidens, and goddess of the spear or sword. One poem, preserved in Njol's saga, even visualises a battle as the earthly manifestation of the Valkyries weaving in the other world, using weapons as their tools and guts as yarn. Valkyries have the power to give victory to one of the warring sides, an ability encapsulated in the description of a battle as the Judgment of Gondal, a metaphor which compares the clash of two armies to a court, where both sides litigate, but one party is ultimately given victory by a judge, the Valkyrie. The figure of the Valkyrie raises questions. Wherever we look in Viking history, whether in sagas, myths, picture stones or the archaeology, Viking warfare is a male-dominated sphere. Why, then, did the Vikings believe that the beings which presided over battles and made decisions about who should die were women? One answer emerges if we consider the situation from the point of view of a Viking king. Kings needed to muster large crowds of men willing to fight and very possibly die for them. They needed their warriors to buy into the idea that death on the battlefield was aspirational rather than horrific. Along with dispensing gifts and titles, kings achieved this by cultivating a military ideology, partly by having poets in their service whose job was to write verses that promoted a heroic warrior mentality. Hokanamol is part of this Norse tradition, revelling in the glory and glamour of war. The poet emphasises the king's valour and skilful fighting, and the descriptions of the battle, swords clanging, shields clashing and blood spilling, are vivid. Eventually, Gondal and Skogel's decision is carried out, and the Valkyries ride to Valhalla to announce the king's imminent arrival. With their profound power over death, the Valkyries play their well-defined part in propaganda, intended to convince people to sacrifice their own life or that of others. In myths about Valkyries, we see an attempt to elevate the banality of war, to make the pain and suffering, the lost limbs and deformities, the piles of lifeless bodies, glorious and worthwhile. The randomness of who is hit by a flying spear or arrow and who isn't is rationalised as a warrior's destiny and good fortune, the deliberate choice of a supernatural being sent by Odin. Despite the stereotype of Vikings as fearless warriors, the Valkyrie also engages with the apprehensions some of these men might have had about going to war, perhaps for years, many leaving their wives and family behind. Hawker Namal opens with the striking image of the two Valkyries riding off to the battle when it is about to begin, before moving quickly to a heroic portrait of the king and his army, spears brandished, the royal standard flying. However, after the battle, as the mortally wounded king lies bleeding, he has a conversation with Skogel, asking her why things transpired as they did. It's hard to tell whether the poet intends Hawkins' words to express disbelief, anger or disappointment, but his statement that we were worthy of gain from the gods suggests that the king felt hard done by. This ambivalence might explain why poets sometimes take the Valkyrie in a softer direction, representing her as graceful and attractive. For instance, the poem Hrafensmål, or Words of the Raven, 
relates the magnificent military successes of another Norwegian king by way of a conversation between a raven and an ethereally beautiful Valkyrie. She has white blonde hair and fair skin. Other poets imagined the Valkyrie as a doting lover, eager for the warrior's romantic and sexual presence, even when he is a corpse. In poems about the legendary warrior Helgi Hundingslayer, his bride, the Valkyrie Sigrun, does not want him to die. So, rather than fulfil her role and condemn him to death, she hovers in the sky during battles and protects him. Consequently, the Valkyrie perceives Odin not as her leader, as is traditional, but rather as her rival for Helgi's loyalty and attention. Although Helgi is captivated by the Valkyrie, their subsequent marriage seems to cause Sigrun to lose her powers, and thus her allure. When he finally does die in battle, she tries to compel her husband to remain in his burial mound in an undead state, so that they can continue to be together. Ever the warrior, Helgi chooses Odin and Valhalla over an afterlife with Sigrun. Helgi and Sigrun's relationship hints at the tensions inherent in warrior life, with conflicting demands and loyalties to one's king and family. The mythical Valkyrie thus tells us something about Norse society beyond warfare, namely that women had agency and were considered important. Although the evidence suggests that women were not equal to men on a structural level, sagas and poems often depict them as their husband's trusted advisers. Some dominate their male kin, for better or worse, goading them to take up weapons or mollifying them before they make a crisis worse. Either way, they are not powerless. Women were often buried in splendour, and their status is also demonstrated in the evidence of rune stones, memorial stones raised in public places, sometimes funded by women. The Valkyrie, a central concept in the violent times of the Viking Age, would not have existed nor had such appeal if she hadn't had some basis in the culture from which she emerged. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 